episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman. And joining me today, a brand new rock star. She's an entrepreneur. She's a marketer, a rock star marketer. She's an author. She's also the CEO at Sizzle Force Marketing, which I love that name, Stephanie Novinskis. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh, thank you, Kirby. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, doing a little bit of research about you, you've dedicated, you know, much of your career to marketing over in your celebrating your 27th year in the industry. So first off, congrats. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Now, over the years, I, I got to think that you've had thousands of marketing campaigns. Some of them were probably amazing successes and some of them were probably fairly epic losers. <laughs> so it's yeah. just the, the, the math of it, right? Um, so if you were given the opportunity to explain why marketing campaigns often fail, what would you say that it is? All right, you know why they often fail is because people are so excited to jump into tactics mm. that they don't make time to really plan out a thorough strategy, mm, right? Yeah. Like people are so excited. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm starting a company or <laughs> I've decided, you know, maybe I've had my company for 15 or even 30 years and always relied on referrals, but times have changed. And so we're going to get on social media <laughs> or we're going to start email marketing or we're going to, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, right? What happens is that, people jump into these tactics without their well-planned strategy. And then they end up spending all kinds of money and time sharing the wrong messages with the wrong people. And so then they don't get the results they want. And then they're really frustrated. Oh, social media doesn't work. <laughs> like, well, it actually does work. You just got to have your strategy dialed in first. Mm. That, that makes a ton of sense. I think that, you know, and, and by the way, I'm totally guilty of that, right? Because I get excited about a new idea and I'm just going to chase it down. And then I, when I haven't thought it all the way through, even if it works, like I like the company's not prepared for it to work because I haven't thought it all the way through from a foundational perspective. So I think that's great advice. So yeah. what are the most important things to include in a marketing strategy like you're talking about? Yeah, I think there's really five must-haves. Okay. And two really nice to haves. Okay. okay. I like it. So let me tell you about the bus tabs, right? First and foremost, you have to really, really know in great depth who your avatar is, mm. right? There's a million ideal client exercises that are out there. Um, you know, one pagers that you can find for free all over the internet, right? The problem with them is that most of them are really just um, so basic they don't really get into mm. what really drives people to take action. Okay. And so when you uh, are creating your strategy, you need to have a very thorough avatar that is much more than just, you know, psychographics and demographics, right. right? You need to get into what makes these people tick. What are the obstacles that might prevent them from taking action? What are their fears based on past experiences they may have had? Um, if you don't know who you're talking to, yeah. you're going to say all kinds of things that they don't care about, right? Yeah. Or don't so like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two is a, a customer journey, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is a this is a trendy word or a couple of words, I should say, that over the last several years has, has gotten a lot of buzz. Okay. Um, I think it's one of those words that a lot of people define in different ways in what okay. it means. So okay. when... When I say it, I'll tell you, I'm thinking of a seven-step journey 
that is going to walk your customer from the moment they learn you exist to the moment they become a raving brand advocate that you can't shut up about how great your company is. Okay. I love it. Okay. Can I go on to number three? Yeah, please. That's good. I love it. That's good. All right. So number three is a competitive analysis. Okay. Because, you know, I know sometimes people are hesitant to spend a lot of time looking at competitors because they're like, well, okay, I don't really care about my competitors. Mm. I am who I am. I offer what I offer. And there you go. Right. right. But I think this is a really big mistake because if you think about it from a consumer perspective, which all of us are, even if we're marketing a company, we're consumers for something else. Right. Mm -hmm. If you think of it from that perspective, all of us are doing our due diligence most of the time before making any significant type of purchase, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're looking around. So yeah. if your competitors are saying X, Y, Z, and you don't know it, it puts you at a great disadvantage, yeah. right? And then you need to know, okay, well, what can I say that makes me different yeah. and better for my ideal client? Maybe not for everybody, but for who I really want to target. Yeah, no, that makes real quickly. I, I think that makes a ton of sense. And I think there's a difference between um, at least understanding what your competitors are doing and obsessing with what your competitors are doing. I think oh, that sure. obsessing is, is unhealthy, but just yeah. understanding sort of their go-to-market strategy, I think that makes a ton of sense. 100%, 100% agree. Yeah, it's not something that should fill you with fear. Mm -hmm. It's something that should empower you. Right, right. right. To yeah. know that, you know what, this is how we're going to, you know, put our flag right here in the marketplace and this is what we're going to stand on yeah. that makes us special yeah, right love it. love it cool so number That's, four number four number four we've got the brand blueprints okay. okay and this is a guide that covers everything from you know what are your colors your fonts the uses of your logo to going really deep into your messaging and the voice of your company and how you're going to show up, mm -hmm. right? And it gets down into the intricacies of things that sometimes people, again, they don't, they don't realize how important this is. Mm -hmm. But there's little word choices okay. that you don't even realize really irk you, right? That you're like, we never say that. Like, for example, I was working with a client yesterday and he has a product that involves uh, brain training, right? Okay. okay. And yesterday I learned that saying the word mind is an absolute no-no. We never say the word mind. We only say the word brain. I was like, oh, good to know, <laughs> right? Because, yeah. you know, here we could be, you know, writing social media or blogs or, you know, anything, anything marketing the company thinking, oh, oh, it's kind of the same word. But it's not, and that he has very specific reasons for it. So okay. you need a guide that covers that. And then the fifth one is a marketing calendar, because you can have all these things all sliced and diced and beautifully lined up. But if you don't have a calendar, a plan of when you're going to do what and exactly what the what is, yeah. right? exactly what you're going to do, mm -hmm. um, then it's just a bunch of really good ideas that are going to get dusty inside of your computer. Yeah, no, totally. And there, you know, I always say that ideas are important, but execution is, is the most important. And, it, and yeah. by putting it all out there like that, it allows you to execute on it better. So you mentioned five must do's. Yeah. There's two nice, maybe nice to haves. Can we have yeah, those? Yeah, <laughs> nice to haves. Absolutely. So 
Um, number one is going to be a funnel map, right? Okay. And, and this is something that, you know, you need to have a plan of, well, what are you going to do? And what are you, how are you going to reach out to people? And what are you going to say all the way throughout the journey of them first learning about you to when they're actually purchasing your product and then after they purchase your product, right? right. Okay. So that funnel map is super important also. And then your keyword research, if you're doing anything where you want the favor of Google and you mm -hmm. want to show up, yeah. right? right. If, if you don't do keyword research, you know, I, I talk to people all the time who are like, oh, I've been blogging for three years every week. And I'm like, wow, really? That's fantastic. Let me yeah. take a look at your blog. And then I look at it and you know, they've been sharing their industry expertise and it's, it's, it's good information, but it's not optimized for any keywords. Mm -hmm. It's not written in a way that the search engines are going to favor. And so really more than anything, they kind of just wasted three years of their time. Mm, man, that's so powerful. We don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. Right. No, that makes sense. So obviously everybody needs to market their organization. So from your perspective, is it, is it better to hire employees uh, to handle your marketing work? With, do you do it with freelancers or is it better to hire a full-time agency? I'm going to go with none of the above. Okay. <laughs> is that acceptable as an sure. answer? Sure. <laughs> well, let me explain why. Okay. Because hiring employees, yeah, if you have a $500,000 a year budget to bring in a marketing team, then that can be great. But most small business owners aren't there yet, yeah. right? They can't do that. So that is just simply not feasible. And, and one mistake that a lot of people make is they're like, oh, you know, my, um, my best friend's niece uh, knows something about social media. Right. So I'm just going to hire her part-time to help us out. Yep. At thinking that, okay, because you know how to mess around on TikTok, <laughs> that you therefore are a marketing expert. And, <laughs> and yeah. you're not. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, so I think, you know, if you have the budget to afford a full marketing team of people that really know what they're doing and people that aren't learning on your dime, mm -hmm. then sweet, do it. But if you don't, then don't. Okay. So option two, what was option two that you gave me? Uh, work with freelancers. Ah, freelancers. Freelancers, if you are a very, very, very small company, as in like a sole proprietor, okay. okay, you know, maybe having a freelancer help you out with some stuff is fine, right? But if you're in, a, if you are scaling your company, if you've been in business for 5, 10, 15, 20, 40, 60 years, right, whatever it is, it, you know, freelancers, every freelancer has their own way of doing things. Every freelancer has their own voice, their own style, right? And they don't always play nicely together in the sandbox. Okay. And you need your marketing team to play really nicely together in the sandbox because when they don't, it, it turns into a terrible problem, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then uh, I think you said that the agency, hiring a full-time agency. Yep. Again, if you've got this like killer budget that can afford a full-time agency, then bravo, that might be a good thing for you. But if you do not, you know, I find that a lot of companies don't need a full-time agency. What they really need is part-time services. Okay. They need a fractional CMO. In other words, you know, that's the trendy word for part-time, right? right? 
So a part-time CMO, like a senior level strategist who really knows what they're doing, who has earned their stripes. Mm-hmm. And then they need a full implementation team to do the day-to-day. So if the strategist says, you know what, for this particular campaign, we need to have an email marketing thing happening and we need to be advertising on TV and we need to actually be um, showing up at these events and buying booth space. Right. And they need the team that can go out and man all of that, right? right? The people that can go out and run the booth and buy all the booth equipment and figure out what the flyers that you hand out should be, yeah. et cetera, right? Really, that's what most scaling companies need is a fractional CMO with a team that can implement. Makes a ton of sense. Makes a ton of sense. Okay. Well, cool. So final question for you. There are like a million different things you can do in order to market your company, but what's the easiest way to figure out what you should do? Good question. I think that one of the most important things that you need to do is you really need to get clear on what stage of marketing your company is in. Okay. Right. So I believe there's five stages. Okay. The first one is the visionary stage. And this is when you have a really big vision. You're super excited, but uh, you're pretty overwhelmed. You're feeling like kind of lost, kind of like, oh my gosh, this marketing stuff is a whole job in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time for this. The second stage is what I call the explorer stage. And this is when you have some of the basics dialed in, but um, you are struggling to really clearly articulate a message that deeply resonates with the marketplace, right? You kind of just sound like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You're playing it safe, you know, not disturbing anything and and really not not making a dent. So you're not getting really noticed, right? right? Okay. The third stage is the builder stage. Mm -hmm. This is when you are getting noticed, but you're suffering from shiny object syndrome, right? (laughs) Right, right. I call this half-built, half-built bridges also, right? Like you built a whole bunch of bridges halfway. Mm -hmm. And then when someone walks across it, everything's great. They're having a great time walking across the bridge and then they fall into the water and it's all over because the bridge wasn't completely built out, right? So yeah. you you need that clarity. You need to be able to turn off shiny object syndrome and make some really clear decisions mm-hmm. and stay focused. Fair. So then the fourth stage is the achiever phase, okay? And this is when your marketing as a whole is, is really dialed in, but it's time to optimize everything, right? It's time to get super clear on your metrics, super... Um, just knowing that this works for our company. Does it work for every company? Maybe not, probably not. In fact, 99.9% of the time, no, but it works for us. And so you take what works and you optimize it to maximize every sale that you can with every customer that you have. And then that fifth stage is the master stage, right? Which, you know, that's kind of the pinnacle. We all want to be the master, right? (laughs) You've got most of your marketing on autopilot at this point, Um, but you really, it's all about uh, dollars at this point, okay? Okay. 
right? You've got, you, you know what works, you've got your messaging dialed in, you've got your avatars all figured out, you're getting noticed, you're attracting leads, but now it's time to stretch every dollar as far as it can be stretched and to maximize every opportunity you have and also to build that community of raving fans who market for you. So yeah, I think th those are the five different phases and you've got to figure out which phase you're in. Um, it's not always as easy as it sounds to determine that. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, you can hear the the descriptions I just gave and be like, oh, that kind of sounds right, right? Oh, well, actually that one kind of sounds right too. Right. And well, I think I'm a visionary in this part of my business, but I'm a master in this part. Right? Okay. okay, okay. That's not gonna help you. Yeah. So right. it's really dialed I, I, in. What's that? I say you've got to really dial it in and figure that the answer out. You do. And, you know, I just saw there was a lot of confusion in the marketplace when I started sharing this with people and they really were struggling to assess where they were at correctly. So I created a solution. Okay, cool. Well, tell, please, by all means, tell us about it. Yeah. So I have a, a quiz that I okay. created. It's real quick. You can finish it in less than five minutes. Okay. I'm going to ask you some very specific questions and then when you're finished with the quiz, it is going to tell you what stage you're at, right? Okay. So you don't have to guess anymore. And cool. um, it's it's free. So Kirby, I'd love to give it to your listeners for free. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Where do they go to, to find the quiz? Yeah, you can go to sizzleforce.com forward slash quiz. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, that's very generous of you. I really appreciate you taking the time, Stephanie. This has been super informative and I can't wait to find out which uh, stage I'm in. I'll have to go check out the quiz myself. So that's really cool. Stephanie, I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Have a, a great day. All right, cool. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.